Welcome back to the 93rd episode of the Monster Movie Stomp Down. Um, I think it's 93rd. We've done so many, I'm kind of losing count. Yeah, you usually have that down. I do, but yeah, we're just going to go with 93 because I know we're getting close to 100. Okay. So, of course, got uh, your host Sludge here, co-host across, across from me. It's Mark. And our brother from Texas. Ruben. And we have got, well, it's Thanksgiving time, and we decided to do something special for you this month with bird-focused films. And uh, so we'll tell you about this in the next one later on in the episode. But this movie we did, uh, The Giant Claw. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. For our uh, Okay, before game. you start, I, I do need to apologize, Ruben. We had an accident before the show. I have knocked Godzilla's arm <laughs> Dude, off. He straight up broke him. Broke yeah. him. Well, so we, but what people don't, but you know, I, he made me feel bad because I thought, oh, man, I've broke this toy. It was super glued on. It wasn't like it wasn't like yeah, I yeah. just broke it. No, he, he totally broke it. Yeah. That's what he did. So <laughs> didn't happen. I just needed to apologize. Well, you got, yeah, I mean, you got to show him, man, what what you did there. You know, grab him and, and point him to your camera, and now uh, it's his hands, his hands barely hanging out of his it's, mouth it's in here. His mouth. Oh my goodness! Oh. Look at that. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, I see it. Look it, at that. Can't believe uh, it was it was man. accidental. I was going for the chicka stick. And oh, and boom! And he got well, that, that does anything that people should know now. You don't get between Mark and a chicken stick. <laughs> like, exactly. The King right. of the Monsters went down, <laughs> or at least the ripoff of the King of the Monsters, because uh, that's one of the door maze. Which I mean, come yeah. on, dude, that was you know a, a gift from my grandmother. You well, know, and oh, oh, I just totally. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's put his little his little hand back in in his mouth there, and we'll be good. So uh, <laughs> yeah, Mark decided to break that beforehand. So. Uh, man, we're stoked. We're we're off the uh, the heels of Halloween. I thought oh, yeah. that went good. Did you yeah. guys like that yeah. one? Oh yeah, real so, good. But uh, what was what was your all's favorite part about Halloween? Well, actually, about our uh, the top ten uh, or the or special episode. I thought everything. the whole month was just great. Uh, everything was fantastic. It went really good. Even like Stompy and Freaks episode. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really good. Really their, good. their episode turned out fantastic. That it ran into some issues because they, you know, that we were kind of doing something, you know, different, reviewing a little bit more of the movie with them. And, uh, hit, man, we got hit with that copyright thing from YouTube. So me and Stompy were trying to figure it out. And if, if I'd have left it up to Stompy, it would not have been resolved very well. We well, probably there might not be a YouTube left. No, uh, we would have went into World War III um, <laughs> without question. He was so mad about it. But, uh, well, but yeah, it went really good. To Stomp- according to Stompy, he warned you about it, and he said that you ignored him and told him just to shut up and do what he's told. Now that is not true. That is <laughs> I not true. That. That's, he okay. does. I mean, he, we had a long conversation. How did yeah. you let this happen? He goes, "I didn't let it happen." Ruben. Wait, he does me. And I you. kept telling Sludge that we're going to run into copyright issues, and 
And he just kept ignoring me. And then he finally told me to shut up, you know, know my role and shut the hell up is basically what he said. He did. Like, well, I can. Yeah. Fudge does us, mm -hmm. us that way. I can, we can see where Stompy's coming from. I can see. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. do not. You know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, so, I mean, Stompy's was concerned. He said, hey, you know, are we going to hit copyright issues? And my explanation to him was, I don't think we will because we're not reviewing the whole film. Of course, we're not monetized and we're breaking it up into segments, you know, and I thought would be fine. So we're up here. We finished an episode, editing the episode and then we upload and it took us a couple hours to get it done. And then boom, got hit with, the, hit with copyright. He's like, I told you, man, I told you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no. So then we found the timestamp from when it got hit and we figured it was probably just the Log or the title because it was in that time frame. So we we yeah. went back. We I'd say that they probably just have a logarithm, a logarithm that that looks for that, and then that, they caught it. And that that's was it. that's what we thought, and so we cut that out and then re-uploaded it all again, a couple more hours, and and we got hit again. I was like, all right, let's just let oh. it go through. Let's file the appeal type deal, and then you know we waited a couple of days. They never responded, so YouTube removed it, and we were good to go. You know, so but I, I think it went really, really, really good. Uh, Frank is rather offended um that i suggested oh. that movie for them because he thought you know i was his friend he said you know and i said i scared him with the movies but yeah poor frank man, poor frank he'll he'll be okay so ruben what was your favorite thing about halloween uh i'm with mark i love doing the uh, top 10 i had a lot of fun doing that uh even though it was torture getting it all together and uh just love it. i mean i love everything about halloween i mean it's so funny i can watch scary movies any time of the year, anytime I want. But for some reason, it's just a little different in October. The whole month of October is just a little different. And, uh, you know, I was still kind of getting over the flu, so I really didn't give out candy this year or anything. But uh, uh, I still had fun that night watching uh, watching Scary. Actually, I was, I was watching Astros baseball, but, but it was still fun. That's scary enough. Yeah. Yeah. So the World um, Series champs. Yeah. Well, and you know, and right. going at once. Yeah. They. I don't watch baseball. I don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, so it was. A, Halloween was a blast. I loved the whole <laughs> month. Doing the top ten was great. And of course, we had our contest. And there's still one floating out there that no one's guessed. But uh, of course, Kurt got one. And Kurt, man, Harper, uh, one of. Um, I mean, of course, he's a listener, but he's become a friend, and that's what the whole community's. You know, we want to do. Um, he was on it, man. He did his top 10 with us day by day by day. And I that's thought that was cool. super that's freaking cool. cool. And, uh, of course he won one of the contests and because of that, uh, one of the prizes for Halloween for him, of course, he's got a prize pack coming that I got to get shipped out to him. Um, is we will actually have a little review from Kurt on this episode for none other than, as we're talking about bird movies, the giant claw, which, um, yeah, it's kind of a turd fest of a film, uh, to say the least, you know. So, um, but yeah, so not only um, will you all, of course, have our review in this episode uh, and the Stomper Any, but we will have Kurt's as well. So you'll get to hear what all Kurt right. um, has to say about it. And his Stomper Any is included too. So we're pretty stoked about that. And congratulations, Kurt, to, to winning um, the Halloween prize pack and the contest job, for that. Dude. So he's on it, dude. I mean, when it comes to monster yeah. movies, dude's, dude's pretty on it. He sent me a, a, yeah. a video clip uh, testing some video of his um where he's doing you know filming his review from and you guys will see later and he's got a them poster in the back and a big trouble little china i was like dude Ooh. those are those are awesome oh so, yeah super super cool but all right well let's get started on this we are doing the giant claw here's the trailer
out one of the planes. It's coming after me. Mitch. That bird is extraterrestrial. It comes from outer space. From some godforsaken antimatter galaxy millions and millions of light years from the Earth. Atomic hydrogen weapons capable of wiping cities, countries off the face of the Earth are completely ineffective against this creature from the skies. There it is now attacking the United Nations building. The bird's after us, chasing us. How are you doing? For God's sake, hurry, man. It's catching up with us fast. So that was the trailer for the Giant Claw, and yes, it is as ridiculous as it looks when you <laughs> saw it just then. So um, this movie came out in 1957, came out in June of 1957, was directed by Fred Sears, and uh, Fred Sears, of course, uh, the year prior actually did two monster, well, not one monster movie, one science fiction movie. He did Earth versus the Flying Saucer, and he did The Werewolf, and uh, Saucers was definitely a far superior from the werewolf than the, to The Werewolf, but The Werewolf was still pretty good. Um, and of course, this movie stars Jeff Morrow. And then uh, Mara Corday are the two big actors in the movie. Jeff Morrow, you might you know might recognize, not might not recognize because you know the you know his big role in my opinion was playing Exeter in the Silent Earth, and of course his forehead was about six inches taller than what it is in this movie. Uh, but he was also in the Creature Walks Among Us, the um, Creature Black movie we don't normally speak of. And then Mara Mara is it Mara or Mara Corday? I don't really know Mara Corday. I say Mara. Mara Corday, you think? That's what, yeah, that's the way I say. I saw I say it in my head. I don't say it out loud and, you know, just wander around the street and say it. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I thought maybe you might. I didn't know if anybody knew I figured it'd be Ruben. Hey, I've seen some guys, that, you know, they might yell, Merrick! You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we, Ruben usually knows the ladies on these films pretty well, yeah. so I figured he might know. But so Merrick, Merrick Corday is what I'll go with. Um, yeah. You should know because, I mean, of course, she was in Tarantula. Um, oh, yeah. And then yeah. she was in The Black Scorpion. Um, so good, good cast, good director in this in this movie. What went wrong? I have no idea. So pretty much what happens is is they start off. What like, went wrong was what was flying in the sky. That's what went wrong. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so, so this movie takes place yeah, up in the Arctic uh, area. And, of course, like most movies, <laughs> Beast from 20,000 Fathoms or any, you know, Gamma or any of those starts off um they're testing you know doing some military testing and jeff morrow's you know the main character and he's um uh electric scientist of some kind but he pilots a jet and he sees a ufo the ufo ends up being the giant claw which we come to find out actually came from like another dimension and it's the size of a battleship and starts destroying everything and they can't stop it because nothing can penetrate what ends up being this anti-matter or matter shield 
that's yeah. surrounds it, and uh, they have to come up with as it's destroying everything a uh, antimatter gun of some sort um, that they attach to the back of um, an old B fifty two bomber, right? Or, or yeah, yeah, B fifty two bomber, B fifty two, and um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and manage to shoot it and take the antimatter shield down. And then they go to the front of the sh- of the plane, and then they shoot it down with regular bullets, and it you know falls into the ocean. Not while not you know causing a bunch of havoc. You know it does attack another um, uh, couple of military planes, and what's a pretty cool scene because they all eject out. They're jumping out, parachuting, and then the giant clock flies down and starts eating them all. Um, you know it picks up the train. Um, at one point, it, it's you know there's some cool little scenes in there. Then of course at the end, it attacks uh, New York City and the Empire State Building, and um, uh, before they finally take this thing down and stop it, uh, run of the mill science fiction monster movie for sure. Um, I'll start this one off because I don't remember the last time who started off last, but um, since I'm already jibber jabbing about it, this movie was very interesting. I thought this movie was actually exceptionally well for the first 20, 24 minutes until the claw shows up on the screen. Like, I'm like, this is, this is pretty good. You know, I'm like good acting, good storyline, good directing. You know I mean, what can I expect? You got Fred Sears, you got Jeff Morrow and all this stuff going on. I'm like, this is pretty good so far. And then you see the giant claw and it's like, what just happened? Like this thing is <laughs> hands down the worst looking Giant monster movie of the 50s. It deserves an award. It's so bad. It's just a giant, super long neck flying turkey buzzard thing of some sort. So what they originally wanted to get stop motion done by Ray Harryhausen. And of course, that was too expensive. And the producer, Sam, can't remember his last name, starts with an H, is very well known for low budget films and just wasn't paying the money for it. So it paid like what we were talking earlier, like fifty dollars, fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Yeah. So fifty bucks for a special effects company out of I'm assuming a special effects company out of Mexico uh, to make this thing. And there, there was just a guy's hey. name and <laughs> all better be careful. Well, now. Look. Yeah, all better be careful now. <laughs> you know, I, you know I, maybe it was, I'm not saying, you know, trying to offend Ruben. I don't know if it's $50, 50 pesos, uh, who knows? Yeah, I, it looks think, 50 pesos, you know, yeah, in my opinion. I, I think it, it wasn't the company. I think it was just some guy sitting at the house didn't have nothing else to do and, and, <laughs> this, and was yeah, I, I knitted they, or put this thing together and it was sitting outside and somebody drove by and say, that's it. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Like, how, how much do you want for that? And he's like, well, $50. He's go. like, okay, that'll work. Um, so this thing is, is, uh, very bad looking. I mean, to give it a little bit of credit, you know I mean? It's, it's, uh, it's, it's googly eyes. Cause they're cookie monster eyes. Like I'm, I'm bound to determine to find, uh, you know, to find out, that the eyes from the giant claw somehow made it into a recycle bin and became the eyes for the Cookie Monster in Sesame oh, Street, like oh, 10, 20 years later. Um, so big googly eyes that do at least move. The eyebrows move a little bit. The nose snarls up, you know. So I was like, hey, that's kind of a cool attempt. But man, the rest of it is just atrocious looking and just handled so bad. Um, the special effects in this movie are are terrible um, and. I watched some pretty bad movies. It's not Zarkor bad, right, Mark? I mean, exactly. It's not. Exactly. It's not Zarkor bad, but you, especially when you get to the end, when he's attacking New York City, that was an absolute joke. Like I want, like I see that, and I, and I don't know how John Carpenter hasn't released Godzilla versus Gorgo yet, because I'm sure even as a child filming Godzilla versus Gorgo, John Carpenter did. 
it's still better than the final you know scene in, oh, yeah. in this movie because uh, the uh, the miniature set uh, definitely made you know is probably making Aiji Tsuburaya turn turn over in his grave right now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he had he had to have seen that. He I bet he didn't even finish it. He probably saw the first miniature in that movie back then in the fifty seven when this came out. It was like I just did Godzilla. This is a joke. You know, um, it 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 was it's so bad it's fun. I will say that much, and that's you know what little saving grace it has is the first twenty minutes of the film. Uh, with I mean again, Fred you know Fred Sears does a great job with movies, um, and Jeff Morrow's fantastic, and Mark Cordes does a, she's a great actress too. Um, so you know the first twenty minutes of the movie, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be great, and then it just goes freaking crazy at that point. I'm just it's terrible. It is so so bad. Um, but I, I do know like you know Fred. Or not Fred Sears, but Jeff Marrow. They none of the cast even knew what it looked like the actors until after it premiered, and so there's a story where Jeff went to like I think maybe his hometown to watch the premiere of the movie and was like, "This is so bad." He was embarrassed. He left early of the film so that no one would recognize him, and then went home and got drunk uh, after <laughs> seeing the movie because it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. I I couldn't even find out what this thing made in the box office um, or a budget for it because I'm sure the budget was fifty dollars for the bird. Couldn't imagine it'd been much oh, yeah. more. So, um, I don't have a whole lot of other good things to say about this movie other than that. Like it was, um, it, it's. It, is it worth a watch? I mean, you'd probably be more mad at us if we told you you needed to watch this before you died versus missing it before you died. Like, <coughs> this is one I would say you could skip. Like, unless you're just an avid monster movie fan and you want to see every monster movie you can, go watch it. It is at least mildly entertaining uh, because you will laugh a lot at the giant claw. Um, I mean, every bit of it, and even like when you, if you pay attention, like I was talking to Mark outside, uh, cause you know, there's tons of stock footage in this movie, especially towards the end and stuff. Um, you can see a tail end clip of one of the saucers from earth versus the flying saucers in one scene because they, you know, they didn't have a budget for it. So they just cut it from that movie. So it's like, Fred, you can give us the film, you know, we'll use stuff from it. So, um, it, it was, it's entertaining. Mildly entertaining, um, I would say at best, but that that's about as much praise as I can can give it. Um, no, no, it's it's not entertaining. <laughs> not well, well, Mark, you, you you go next. You tell us what you think about this. The movie. best part of this movie is the very end when the claw is sticking out of the water, and that's it. And you <laughs> it's, know it's over. It's and over. It, Thank it's the done. Lord. There is no more movie left at this point. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, my biggest is just like. You know, you go back to um, uh, King Ghidra, uh, when he first came out, those kind of movies. Any animal or monster that cannot control his neck, it's hard for me to buy buy into. And this thing was was worse than anything that I've ever seen. Oh, dude, and, uh, there, and, there was no neck control. Whatever. There's this <laughs> scene where he's on top of the what is it, the United Nations building, and like. He's trying to attack it with his head, and you can tell at one point they just gave up and like just put you know there's it, the head's weighted, so they just kind of held it and just let it go. Yeah. It was like bloop, and the, yeah. it was so bad, so it bad. Just, I, I think the the thing with this movie is that in the beginning there was decent acting, and you good got you got good actors um, in there. It's just that it falls off a cliff once the giant claw makes the scene, and uh, it's just a bad movie. And that's bad supposed movie. to be the 
star of the film, you know. Oh yeah. Well, there's that one scene with Jeff Morrow and I, I don't know the actor's name, you know, the 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 army sergeant whenever after he gets back from landing the plane, uh they send all the other planes out looking for him and one of the planes goes missing and he's like giving him a hard time and Jeff Morrow's like, "Dude, what are you busting my chops for, man? Like I'm not lying, you know. I'm told you what I see." I mean that whole scene, I'm like yeah. This is a dang good scene, man. Like Morrow's really in it, and then yeah, John Close show, shows up and just screws oh, yeah. everything. Just, it is, it, it's just bad. I mean, it's just a bad movie. Um, and the fact that that I did manage to sit all the way through it and didn't fall asleep, uh, you know, says something for the acting and, and trying to get something out of the movie, but um, not for me. Not yeah, for me. Pretty rough, Ruben. What about you, man? What did you think of the Giant Claw? Well, I'm I'm a it's not, I'm not of the opinion that it's the worst movie we've ever reviewed, first of all. No, probably not. I don't even I don't remember know. the name of that freaking Havelina movie that we had to watch. No, what was the name of that movie? Well, well I'm, I, you said worst movie uh, ever Razorback. reviewed. Razor, no, it was oh, Razorback. Oh, no. Oh, bull crap. Oh, bull. No, this is, Razorback no. is so Razorback. far superior. I'd rather wa- I watched this 10 times before I watched Razorback once. Oh, my lands. I don't know if I can yes. trust him wow. as a co-host wow. in the show just, anymore like, over that. I mean, uh, no, yeah. Razorback. I don't like I do. <laughs> freaking, you know, the only thing worse is that freaking fake dinosaur in that we reviewed, but it, it's a better movie. I'm not going to compare it to that, you know, <laughs> but uh, that dinosaur toy. I went, I went, KBs my mind, called it a dinosaur. you know, when he's, when he's like, we've reviewed worse movies, my mind went to Colossal and his went to Russell Mulcahy's directorial debut yeah. of Razorback. Well, I'm just, yeah. you know, has he been I, hanging out there with a uh, good beer, bad movie night or uh, bad yeah, beer? What, what do you call that thing? <laughs> he might have been spending too much time well, with Pete. Well, I don't yeah, know Pete, at this yeah, point. You know, yeah. those Luchador films are oh, getting to their head. Yes, yes. Is what I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, now that I got that out of the way, okay, we've reviewed and Colossus is a worse movie. <laughs> oh my gosh, know, so but, bad. But the first thing that you know, and I saw the movie and the acting's great. I mean, this is you know, first of all, it's a 50 sci-fi. So, you know, it's a B movie. It's a C movie. It's not even a B movie. It's a C movie. And and wh- what did I text you? I said, this is Rodan's drunk, illegitimate cousin. What <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, what the hell's going on here? And the, the guy looks like if, you know, if Kramer was made into a giant, uh, Kramer from Seinfeld was made into a giant monster buzzard. Because his hair looks like Kramer. Oh yeah, dude. You know? I, can, I can totally hear Kramer making the voice too. The, ah, 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 yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm watching that, and, and you're right. The, the design of the creature could have been so much more. And you know, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure they got, they got. Uh, I can't think of the word. They got Rick rolled. The guy says, "Hey, do you do design?" And the guy said, "Sure, I do." And then uh, I'll give you fifty bucks. And he goes, "Okay, I'll do it." And then. His wife says, who was that? Some dude wants me to make a bird. You don't know how to do that. Yeah, but he don't know that. You know, type of deal. So he didn't know that. So let's just, I'm just going to make this bird and, you know, and, and make it. And, and, but the, the movie is so, uh, you, you hit on it. It's so bad that it's good that it started growing on me. I'm like, well, you know, and you're right. Movies like this make you appreciate Toho so much more. You know, because Rodan came out what the year before this? Yeah, yeah. Rodan you know, came out in fifty six. You know, came out in fifty seven. Fifty six. What are you talking about? Like work on them. Appreciate yeah. Toho more, dude. I appreciate Toei. I appreciate Yongari Monster from the Deep. I appreciate yeah. Zarkor more than than this at this point. Be- be- because they didn't, they didn't have the attention to detail. 
that's what the problem with this movie is. I like the story. I like the the fact that it's a bird from outer space. They basically said it's a terrestrial, interterrestrial, you know, space monster. Right. Right. That's what they ended up um, basically saying. And with the antimatter shield, it blocked their radar. I like the fact that, you know, the government wasn't listening to him. You know, hey, I saw that and he didn't believe it. And, and that was kind of silly, too, that, you know, there's like five deaths before the government goes, hmm, maybe we ought to look into this a little bit more. You know, and, and, and then, then they say, oh, you know, come on, no, no hard feelings. I'm like, dude, you call me a liar. You know, I don't know how many times. So that was kind of silly. But then once it got going, you know, I thought it was cool. Um, is it the best movie? You know, is it is it top notch? 50s, or six, I mean, well, 57, 50s movie. No, and I would classify it as a, I know there's no classification of a C movie, but I would call it a C movie. But it's a lot of fun, so I would watch it again just just as a laugh, just as to you know put it in and make fun of it type of deal. You know, another this is another, and I know I've mentioned it for other movies before. This is a mystery science theater two thousand uh, mystery science theater movie. Yeah, you know, I was I was just thinking that when you were talking, I was like, man, this would be perfect for mystery science theater three thousand. I don't yeah, know, if I, I don't think they've ever done that, have they? It, it didn't pop up. I looked, it didn't pop up, but maybe they did, but it didn't pop up for me because I thought usually you put it in, and if they done it, they'll say, uh, you know, that it's done by mystery science theater, and they haven't. This is the perfect movie for mystery science theater, I think. Oh yeah, I for mean, they'd a have a tracks of any kind. One, yeah. yeah, this would be yeah, fantastic. Like I could see Tom Servo <laughs> comparing the giant claw as like Crow's illegitimate brother or something. Like it would make it really, really good. Yeah, and that that's what brings this movie down a bit. If they would have, if they would have spent just because like, even you know when the soldiers were parachuting out and 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 the claw ate them all, you could tell those were. I think they just went down to the toy store back when you were kids and got those little parachutes. With <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throw it up in the air, yeah. and and it's whatever catches, you know. And it looks like they just went down a toy store, got a bunch of those, and just threw them up in the air. And uh, you know, I'm like, man, if they would just have spent the money on the special effects, this movie could have been a lot better than it ended up being. Yeah. I think what holds this movie back is the special effects. That's it really all is. that holds this movie back. That's yeah. the only thing that holds this movie back from being a a, a top B rated. I mean a, a movie you know um other than that i enjoyed it so i kind of you know i took points off because of the special effects not being that great but overall i thought the story was it's pretty original you know you never you never hear of a antimatter shield you know um, or inter uh, interdimensional it, monster of any kind like they did yeah, go really yeah. unique on the story i will yeah give they them that. Real, real unique on the story i thought the story was great the acting was good i just thought man if they would have just spent a little bit more money on the special effects i think there'd be a different consensus on this movie instead of them the stomp rating would go up at least one stomp on, yeah on this if we if they would have spent the money on the special effects but like i said what made what that made this movie for me and got it more star or more stomps is the how much fun it was it was it's just so hilarious watching him fly around and like you said he gets on top of the even the empire state building you know that that was just i'm like man they should at least talk call Toho and say, "Hey man, can you help us out or something?" And they oh yeah, because there's a where he's sitting on it and then like he moves and you could tell that it's built in segments because the top piece kind of comes up a little bit and you're like, "Oh yeah, that's yeah, definitely yeah. really bad miniature work right there." Um, yeah, without a doubt. But uh, but yeah, so to me that that's the only thing that holds this movie back. So 
no, I didn't give it the best of stomp ratings, but also was a little bit more forgiving on this one than I was maybe on Razorback. I still can't understand that. That that boggles the mind. Boy, you know that's well, that's that's even worse than Sony's Godzilla that you love. Wait, are oh. you saying Razorback is worse than Sony's Godzilla? No, or no, the no. comparison? The comparison, uh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the comparison yeah. is definitely, I mean, that's just, come on, Ruben. Like, there, there should be penalty for that of some sort. So, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm with you, man. I think we all agree, definitely, the special effects is what was the biggest yes. hinder on this one. Uh, but before we can give any type of stomp ready, man, we got to find out what Kurt thinks of this film. So, Tell us, Kurt. Kurt, what'd you think? Hi, this is Kurt from Knoxville, and this is my Giant Claw review. Uh, when Sludge, Mark, and Ruben did their top 10 monster movie countdown for Halloween, I did one on the Facebook page too, and I placed the giant claw uh, in my number 10 spot. Um, I find this movie very charming, and it's a lot of fun. Also, it's kid-friendly, and uh, I really enjoyed showing it to my daughter when she was, was much younger. Um, so I think this is a, a well-written and directed and acted movie. Uh, it was directed by Fred F. Sears, uh, who was an actor and a director. Uh, he narrates this movie, and uh, he also directed Earth versus the Flying Saucers, which had the Ray Harryhausen special effects, which was how initially they had gotten Harryhausen uh, to do the giant claw, but it was going to cost way too much money and probably take too long, and so they ended up um, uh, they ended up farming it out to an effects studio in Mexico on the cheap. Uh, supposedly, the sum paid for the claw was $50. Um, the movie stars Jeff Morrow as Mitch McAfee, who's a test pilot and an electrical engineer. Uh, Jeff Morrow was in some genre films. Uh, he was in Octoman, Kronos, The Creature Walks Among Us, and he played Exeter in This Island Earth. Um, Mara Corday plays Sally Caldwell, a mathematician and systems engineer. Uh, we've seen her in some interesting things. She did four Clint Eastwood pictures at the end of her career. Uh, she did The Rookie, Pink Cadillac, Sudden Impact, and The Gauntlet. She was also in Black Scorpion and Ruben's favorite, Tarantula. Um, they both do a great job, and Moro, uh, you know, he really helps the movie uh, with a very charismatic and likable performance, and Corday, she's terrific, she's beautiful, um, and together they seem to have some chemistry at least, although my daughter, uh, she was a little freaked out when he uh, leaned over and kissed a apparently sleeping um, Mara Corday on the airplane. Um, she was she was a little bit bothered by that, but you know what, that's just, that's one of those things where that's, at the time that this movie was made, that was not a big deal. Uh, so, and then rounding out the important players uh, are Morris Ankrum as Lieutenant General Considine and Robert Shane as uh, General Van Buzzkirk. Now, these guys chew a lot of scenery, and they're a lot of fun. Um, they're very, uh, <laughs> they're very jovial for a couple of generals, um, and there's a. Uh, uh, very friendly, very friendly guys. Now, Ankrum, he was also in Earth versus the Flying Saucer, and uh, both of these guys had really long careers, did tons of movies and TV. Um, uh, the Giant Claw was written by Samuel Newman and Paul Ganglin, and most of their work 
uh, was in TV. They didn't really do any any other genre stuff. Um, the story for the Giant Claw, it's pretty typical of American 1950s monster movies. Um, you know, it never gets too slow, and, and it's nice because the claw does show up a lot. Um, and the Giant Claw is the star of the movie, uh, and it's weird. I mean, it's a giant turkey-shaped bird with this big, long neck, and you can, you can see its vertebrae. Um, it's got this giant beak that's full of teeth. It's got two giant staring eyes and a mohawk. Uh, and they have it. It's great because when you first see the giant claw and, and throughout the film, when people see it flying by, uh, it's just this big blurry blob. And I, I have to wonder if that wasn't partly to, you know, maybe limit a little bit of the screen time of the claw. Um, also there's a scene where they, they hear the giant claw and they look up and there, there's this little buzzard flying around, uh, way up high in the sky. Um, you know, and you have to wonder, you know, what were these guys told to make when, when they said, Hey, you know, we need you to make us this, this puppet, this marionette for our movie. It's called the giant claw. We need a giant extraterrestrial bird. And then these guys, you know, turn in this thing. Uh, and then you have to wonder when it shows up at the studio and they're getting ready to the film and they open up the box and they take out the giant claw. What were those guys thinking when they had to, you know, when they had to make a movie with this bizarre marionette um, of, a, of a turkey monster, you know? Um, the thing is, though, Clawsy, it's got charm. You know, you laugh at it, but it's in fun because it's a good story with good acting. And then along comes this ridiculous-looking monster um, that they tell us is as big as a battleship 11 times in the movie. And I have no idea how big a battleship is. I guess it's pretty big. Um, but, you know... And Clausy has a really great scream and some really great sound effects, and they use them a lot. And it's, you know, I can still hear Clausy in the back of my mind talking about it. Um, and it's very effective with the sound. Uh, and and what they say is that Clausy, you know, the giant claw is supposed to come from an antimatter galaxy millions and millions of light years from Earth. And, you know, it really looks like something out of this world. They, they nailed that for sure. This is a light, fun monster movie with some science-y talk to explain away the claw and how you kill it. Um, it's not real deep. It's nothing too complicated. You don't really have time to get bored. Um, it's, it, you know, the giant claw is a lot of fun. And every time the giant claw comes on the screen... Uh, it's an absolute delight to behold. And that's why I, I put it at my number 10 spot. I really love this movie. Uh, thanks, guys, and keep stomping. All right, so Kurt did put this as one of his favorite movies during the Halloween time, so I could see where his review definitely favors it a little bit more. Um, and yes, while it is it is campy fun, uh, this one definitely struggled to make it too far up the stomp rating list. So let's find out. I think it's stomp down rating time. All right. So collectively out of the four of us, because we had Kurt join us on this one, this one got a two and a half out of five. Um, for obvious reasons that we have completely talked about um, 
multiple times. Special effects were just super atrocious, especially when you have movies, I think, coming out at the same time. I mean, you got Tarantula, you know, Black, even Black Scorpion, which is a fantastic yeah. movie. Yeah. has amazing special effects. Even the Deadly or the Deadly Mantis, you know what I mean? Um, this just was, they should have definitely went a little bit, spent a little bit more money, you know what I mean, on the special effects. I think it would have been much, much better of a film. Um, cause it's hard. You're right. Ruben, you're right. I mean, it is, it's fun. It's campy, but the special effects are man for me are so hard to yeah, pass. That's what, that's what holds it back. I mean, and like I said, when I was watching it and I'm like, man, what am I going <clears> to, <throat> how am I going to stop rate this? And, and, and so I guess it was a merciful stop, uh, stop rating because of, I, I tried not to hold the special effects. Yeah, you, you know, and you and Kurt yeah. definitely gave it the higher rating. Me and Mark definitely yeah. went real low yeah, on it. I, I was I was a little bit more forgiving only because I thought that's the only thing that held it back. And I'm like, man, should I should I punish it? How much should I punish it for having bad special effects? And uh, I kind of wrestled it with it a little bit, and then I said, you know what? I'm I'm it's still on the lower. You know, to me, to me, it, you know, three and above is what I would call a, a recommended movie. You know, if it's a three or above, and, and you know, I was right on the border on that. So, um, yeah, but I, I, I just, I, I guess I was in a good mood that night. Maybe I was just in a good mood that night when I was watching it because I, I was laughing. It was just so much fun. I, I think, though, when yeah. you're doing a science fiction monster movie, you have to have some kind of special effect. I mean, this movie had, yeah, none. this yeah. movie had none. I mean, it was just, it was just. Well, it had some, but it was not very. They were not yeah. very good. Yeah, yeah. No, very, well, okay, I should say yeah. what it had was bad. Yeah, I, yeah. In yeah. my opinion, in my review. Yeah, and it's for, for me. I mean, yeah, the special effects. You're if you're doing a monster movie, that's your biggest thing yeah. is the special oh, effects. Yeah. And if you can't hit the mark, it's going to cost you dearly. I and think y'all have a good point. I don't know. You know, thinking about it, yeah, if you're doing a monster movie, that should be a number one on your list. Is the, are the special effects good? Exactly. Yeah. But then, you know, and but I, I put more weight on the story on this one, you know, mercifully put more weight. And I didn't know this one was one of Kurt's favorites. Kurt, I didn't know it was one of your favorites. So when I was rating it, I didn't realize <laughs> me and you were going to align closer than we thought we were. Um, yeah. I mean, both of yeah. us were pretty close. I mean, Mark yeah. gave him the, the low, low balls on this one, but you two were pretty close on this yeah. one, um, which is yeah, pretty good. So, so good. Can I recommend this movie? Uh, no rush. Don't rush to see this film by any means. But if you're bored and it happens to come on and you're working in the work, the you know your garage or whatever, you don't have to turn it off because it is would mildly entertain you a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if you're working and you hear that thing, con con in the background, it might want make you shoot your TV though. Yeah. So that's that's <laughs> possible. Well, um, you see, and I'm and I'm of the opinion, and I think I did this for another movie, and I don't remember which one. It's the kind you buy a pizza. Um, good beer, bad movie night, beer. Yeah, it's recommended yep. by yes. you know, and you sit there with your friends and you have a ball with it. You know, you just have a ball with it. Yeah, that would be the way because then you're sitting there doing like well, like Mister Two Thousand. You're just riff tracking the whole movie. And that's, yeah, exactly. That's you know, that's where it would be enjoyable for sure. Exactly. So, all right. Well, you guys got anything else on this movie? I'm good. Okay. Well, then. Uh, we know what's next, and Mark, I can't wait to find out uh, what you thought about the movie you had to watch for uh, penalty. Yeah. So, um, it's a uh, time to test your might. Test your might. Test your might. Test your might. Test your might.
your might. Okay, so before we get started on tonight's trivia, Mark, you lost the last one and you had to watch, well, it's got a couple names, Robot Monster or Roman. What Roman. did you think of Roman? You know, uh, you know the, the few movies that where we've had to watch that Ruben has suggested to us have been great. And we've watched them and, you know, but I'm going to. Oh, say- dude, the Twonky was fantastic. <laughs> I love the Twonky. Thank you, Ruben, for that. Kiss me, fail oh, apart. Thank I you for that. I so hard, yet I fail. I fail well, miserably. You, you did not fail this time. You know, it's you know, it's bad enough. I sit and I and I watched the Giant Claw, and I've and I survived through it. And then it's like, okay, well, let's watch Roman and get it over with. I mean, it, how much worse can it get it? Can it get? It did. It did. <laughs> that is the absolute worst movie. Um, it's just absolutely terrible from the start to the finish. Uh, the robot or Roman is is a robot from the shoulders up. He's a gorilla from the neck down, and I'm just yeah. like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> oh my lands. And uh, it's it's just bad. It's bad acting. It's it's bad from start to finish. Um, how could that ever been made? I just don't know. Dude, I don't know how it was made, but I, I watched that forever ago. Forever ago. Enough that I, and, and I remember when I first watched it, I was probably a preteen teenager, late night sci fi channel or something like that. It came on. And I remember watching it going, what? What? Because it's like that movie, and I know we do these kind of quick, but that movie is so, what in the world is going on? Like bouncing around. You don't, I mean, it, things change. You got the, two archaeologists in the cave and then the little boy and, Oh, what are you doing? And then all of a sudden the two ladies show up and we're going to take a nap. They're taking a nap, nap outside in like, you know, Arizona or Nevada <laughs> yeah. or somewhere like what in the world? How can you sleep in 150 yeah. degree weather? There was no vegetation anywhere. None. None. There was, I didn't you know yeah. at all period. And, and, and the fact they're in these gowns, the ladies are, they're like in these dresses <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, what, what are you doing, man? Where, what's they're dressed on? like they should be in, you know, on Andy Griffith show. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like oh, that's yeah. what they look like. And then it goes from that to the boys uh, secretly not sleeping, runs back to the cave. The guys are gone, but then all of a sudden this stuff starts flashing and then there's Roman and uh, apparently he's killed off everybody on the planet in like two seconds and except for the eight of the people or five of the people or eight of the people with, they don't know. They just, they yeah. have to, at the one point that, you know, he calls his, you know, Lieutenant at his planet and he's like, Oh no, there's still eight people live. And he's like, I'm counting five. He's like, no, there's eight. So then he finally finds the sixth one. He's like, no, there's eight. And he's like, no, there's six. And then they all of a sudden they had to shoot a scene. It's like, Oh yeah, there's two. All of a sudden there's like, Everyone on Earth's dead, but then like you have survivors on some space colony, and then they send the two that they just can't find, but can't find, but isn't there, and is supposed to be there on a sh- rocket ship, and he just kills them. Well, and, and Jason and something else was the what, name. What's the deal with the alligator and the lizard? Uh, what, yeah, what dude. Was that? So what like was that? that was all stock footage from like King Dinosaur and Island of the yeah. Dinosaurs. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it. You got those two actually fighting, and you see them, and then it goes right to claymation. 
in a triceratops. And then it goes back. And I'm like, what in the world? It's just is- so out of place. And all of a sudden it gets to the end and the, and the, and the guy who, 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 you know, the master or whatever, you know, the Roman can't kill the girl. Cause I don't know for whatever freaking reason he can't kill the girl. And, uh, and the master's like, Oh, well then I'll kill you. Boom. And then it kills Roman. And he's like, I'm going to send the world back to prehistoric times. And all of a sudden you got that, the, those scenes again. It's yeah. like, what is going on? This movie is so, what the heck is happening? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. this is, this was the time that they, that they first discovered acid and oh. then they made the first film, you know, oh, yeah. while doing Add it. To Add to it. Cause it was, that was, I compliment you, Ruben. I compliment you. You, you, you definitely oh, gave maybe oh, watch what one. I'm what well, I'm hearing then the, here. Well, then is, the all, the, the, bur- the best part because Ruben, I don't know if you've ever seen it, and this is why I remember the movie and then I'm getting the movie before you even mention it on the Plex. Was you go through this freaking crap fest, crazy ride of a film of just not knowing what's going on with robot headed gorilla guy and. All of a sudden, the boy wakes up, and it was a dream the yeah. entire time. You're like, what was the purpose of what I just sat through? was nothing whatsoever. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Ruben, go ahead. Oh, yeah. It was a fever dream. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And the 150 what, you're saying, what you're saying is a giant claw really isn't that bad, then. Compared wow. to Roman, well, yeah, that's yeah, a good get, perspective. You yeah. yeah, you yeah. got a good point. Okay. <laughs> giant Claw is a far superior film We recommend Roman. you watch Giant Claw before you watch Roman. <laughs> Oh, abs- absolutely. Go. So, all right. But, so. you know, the, the caveat is Roman was meant as a as a penalty. So it, it was. Finally, it finally was. it's a penalty. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely a penalty film. And I didn't have to take the penalty, but I was willing to sit down with Mark and, and watch it and be like, all right, dude, yeah. it's been a minute. So, all right, well, let's jump into it. It is time for our trivia and uh, get the mess or the questions loaded from mr no, I didn't, charlie I didn't, study, I didn't study this time so uh, we're just we're going off a whim here so uh we'll see what yeah. charlie sent us here so okay first question what is the largest flying bird in the world apparently there was not a whole lot of trivia for the giant claw um a the california condor b the wandering albatross or c the great white pelican <laughs> I'm going to guess on that. I'm guessing that one, too. Mark, do you think you got that one? I think I got it. Ruben, do you think you got that one? I haven't the slightest idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that one, Ruben. I think I, I, I don't know. I think it's a good guess. All right. Number two. Mitch and Sally are flying back to New York City when the plane is forced down by the UFO. What is, and we're talking about the giant claw now, not the real life animals. Yeah. What is unusual about the plane in this scene? A, it's a Russian model plane. B, the plane has no engines. Or C, the, fl- the plane flies backwards suddenly. I know the plane has engines. I saw it on fire. Let's see. Another guess. I'm totally guessing this one as well. Yeah. Okay. Mark, you ready? Yeah, I'm just going to leave it there. All right. So, number three, true or false question this time. The cast Ooh. never knew what the creature looked like. I may have already given no, all the answers. Uh-huh, you Dang just it. gave that one away. Um, yeah. The cast never knew what the creature looked like until the movie was released in theaters. The bird cost the production company $750. Oh. 
true or false okay oh uh, yeah there's there's one true one okay. yeah that's a, that's a, that's a half and half oh, wait. there is there two yeah. okay so let's go yeah, but i don't it, know but what it he meant it. oh wait there's a third thing made, okay yeah. so we got th- oh okay there's three of them so what what is he asking see charlie this is how i don't know ahead of time so there's three statements one, the cast never knew what the creature looked like until the movie was released in theaters. I'm going to write an answer for that one. Okay. Let's right. do it that way. Okay. Yeah. The second one, the bird cost the production company $750. I'm going to write an answer for okay. that one. Thanks to Sludge, we already know those two answers. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. The animal with the largest claw of any animal in the world is the giant armadillo. Are we talking living animal? What the heck? Where, I guess. Where does he come up with this question? I don't know, too. So it's giant claw. Okay, so the animal with the largest claw of any animal in the world is the giant armadillo. True, true or false? I am. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. I'm going. I'm with the man. Okay. All right. Are we ready for the answers? Yeah. Okay. Let's find out what we got to see. Y'all see now how we do this. We're so high tech. That's oh, yeah. We, I know. It's nice to see all the... Yeah. Yep. So, all right. First question. This what, is a sludge and Charlie deal. It is Ruben's not. along for the ride. Um, what is the yeah. largest flying bird in the world? Well, answers were California condor, wandering albatross, or the great white pelican. Answer is B, the wandering albatross. And you. With a recorded wing, wingspan of 12.1 feet with unofficial reports up to 17 feet. Dang, I put, okay. I put the condor. So did I. That's, That's who I, I saw. Condor. Who'd you put, Ruben? I, I guessed that one because the other two were too obvious. See, I'm starting to think now. You know, Charlie. You got that one right. Yeah. 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 Oh, Charlie yeah. said yeah. there's a mole. Yeah. I think I know where that yeah, mole is yeah. now. I'm starting to look a little bit. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. I see that. Yeah. I'm yeah, I mean, with you. I think I know who the if, mole is. If now. logic, if a mole is logical, then call me Mr. Spot. Gee, <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. All right. We see what's happening here. All right. Number two. Mitch and Sally are fi- flying back to New York City when the plane is forced down by the UFO. What is unusual about the plane in that scene? A, it's a Russian model plane. B, the plane has no engines. Or C, the plane flies backwards suddenly. Answer is C. Just before it crashes, it slows down and backs up for a second. I had no idea. I didn't either. I'm not going to lie. I, probably I, fell what, that scene. I, I, I thought it didn't show the engines at first. After he said they, they caught on fire, but I already had B down, and at that point, I really didn't <laughs> yeah, care. No, I, I said, oh, the, the bird attacked the engines, because one of the engines on the right-hand wing was on fire. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Third third question, which, okay, was a three-parter. Okay. So, yeah. first one. The cast never knew what the creature looked like until the movie was released in theaters. True. True. The bird cost the production company $750. False. False. It's 50 bucks. There it is. And the third one, the animal with the largest claw of any animal in the world is the giant armadillo. Answer is true. I had no idea. I put false. I I got I got false too. I missed that one. All right, so I guess out of six total, I I only got two of them. I only got two. Mole? What'd you get? Uh, yep. <laughs> I got I I got one, two, three, four. I got four right and one wrong. Right? One, what well, you should have five. Four plus four plus one yeah. is five. We have six total questions. Okay, here. so I got I, I got oh, one. We only and got two, five, right? I got one and two. Yeah. One, two, oh three, no, three, that's four, right. Five. Yeah. I'm so. gonna shut up now and let the mole answer <laughs> yeah. here. What's going on? How many did you well, get right again, I mole? Pick, I picked last time, but I don't. This, you know, I wasn't even prepared. So let me go back to look for my 
famous list here. Crap. Well, you know what? I already. I know so wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So we have to watch. We both got two. We both got two. We got to watch. Okay. There we. Are. All right. All right. <laughs> what? What have we got to watch, Mole? Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be sympathetic because I think it's a terrible movie. You're gonna watch Prophecy. Oh yes, that's what he said. We're gonna watch Prophecy. We're talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With yeah. Adrian. Uh, yeah, Tyler Shire, yeah, that one. <laughs> Sleeping I'm, Bag Monster. I almost watched it today. Monster. Did Honest you? Truth, Dude, yeah. I watched it in September. Yeah. Like, I, I've already watched that. I and was, totally I was on the Plex looking, and I almost watched it. Oh. For for a mole, he, he picks he pretty, did good. pretty good. He does, yeah, picks pretty, pretty good, good movies. Good job, so, sir. Thank you, you know, thank I'm going to stick with my list. I don't think it's a very good movie. So. <laughs> I think Prophecy is fantastic, oh, man. Yeah. That mutant yeah. bear is awesome. I'm ready for that one. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Can I change my answer, or am I stuck on prophecy? I don't. I don't know. We found out who the mole is, so yeah. should we give him a chance to? What, to... Get, well, all right, go ahead. Give us. Okay. Ahead, what? What it. is it? I'm changing it now. This. This was a Pete suggestion. I forgot all about it. You're gonna watch. Oh the crap! Swarm. Oh, oh no! Swarm. What? What are we watching? watching what the, swarm. Was the swarm. The swarm. The swarm. The killer bee movie. Uh, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen it. it. I can live through it. We can do it. Yeah. 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 Do that one. Yeah. Yeah. That was way worse movies on my list. I would have rather had the prophecy, but yeah. You can handle that one. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, hey, if one of y'all want to do the prophecy, another one of y'all want to do the killer bees, y'all arm wrestle for it if you want. <laughs> it's no, my no. show. I'm taking prophecy. That is so wrong. <laughs> so wrong, man. So you got swarm. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, y'all uh, want to do that? Is y'all, are y'all okay, okay. with doing yeah. separate movies? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, I'm, know, I'm totally down. That'll be good. Yeah. I was totally unprepared because I didn't study, so I thought I was going to lose. Yeah. I thought I'm losing this. There's no way. And, you know, I just, like I said, I use logic on that first one. And that's the only reason I won. Now, what kind of logic, Mark, tells you that an albatross is the largest wingspan? Yeah, I'm going, I'm checking it right now. It wasn't about the albatross. It was about the other two answers. The pelican, you think, right? I mean, I would have went condor. I would have went pelican, right? Because those things are huge, right? So I'm thinking... The giant con, you know, the condor. You always think about them as, you know, the giant condor. So, I start. I say, well, how would how would Charlie do this? Would Charlie put two super easy? He put two super easy one. And he put one not so obvious. So that's that was my logical thinking on the fly, of course. Or would Charlie CC oh. Ruben on the answers? That's what right. I want to know, right there. <laughs> well, yeah. it really it really depends on how much overtime I've worked that week and how much I can afford to pay him. <laughs> yeah. Now, now we know. So, so. What's Mar- Mark's looking. What's the size well, of, the, of the condor? Well, it's nine and a half feet. Okay. Okay. Uh, it, the condor is the largest North American uh, bird. Well, where the heck's the? Where's the albatross from? I'm a monster movie expert. I am. That's, not that's a from a. That's from expert. rhyme of the. That's from rhyme of the ancient mariner Iron Maiden song. Is it really? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 it is. Okay, yeah. okay. You could have just, if you just said, you know, I picked because Iron Maiden, that'd believe you. What did he say the wingspan was on that? Um, uh-oh. Uh-oh, what was it? Let me look. Let me look real quick. Pull it back up. The wingspan on that was 12.1 feet. Uh, the uh, wingspan, according to Wikipedia, is 9.5 to 11. Ooh. Well, it would max at 11. Yeah, still. 
I smell something afoot here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's not a blue-footed booby. Ha-ha, I know one bird. I got a little bit There's of poultry knowledge. Bird. Yeah. I, <laughs> just I, I know the a kid, yellow belly. I remember as a kid. Yellow-bellied like, sapsucker. That's the one I know. I just thought it was funny when you get those American books, you know, or like the binders of the American yeah. whatever, and they had the blue-footed booby in there, and it was just a normal-looking bird <laughs> with blue feet, but that cracked me up as a kid because yeah. it was called booby. Booby, yeah. That's all, that was all I needed. That's why I remembered that bird. So, And did you find out about the pelican, Mark? Who cares about the pelican? It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, well, that's, there we go. All right, so it looks like me and Mark have, have lost it. <laughs> I mean, we have pelicans down here. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. huge. They're huge. Well, I that's just know that it does not say that this is the albatross is the largest bird. It doesn't say it anywhere on here. Uh, so, I, Well, you know, I, I didn't even pay attention to the name. All I said is, okay, giant condors, the first thing that came to mind. California condor is what he put down there, right? Yeah, California. And then the pelican, I'm like, oh, those are two huge birds. That makes it too obvious. I'm taking the one that's not so obvious. That was it. Well, I think you made the right choice there. Yeah. So, but yeah. all right. Well, that wraps it up for this one. So a couple of things coming up we do want to talk to you guys about. Uh oh, what'd you find out, Mark? Uh Pelican's up to twelve feet. Ooh. So it could be I mean Pelican's up to twelve feet. Yeah, up to twelve feet. Six and- uh oh. Six to twelve feet. Six to twelve feet. Yes. So Charlie, you've been you've you've been challenged by Mark. Mark is challenging Dang. you. Cannot believe that. I didn't I didn't send you no money, Charlie. So it doesn't matter. I mean that's just how that is. I'm not like my two other co-hosts. Oh no Dang. no no. We know we know who the mole is. We got the mole now. Moly, moly, moly. Yeah. So, all right, guys. So um, that was the Giant Claw episode and, of course, uh, the Giant Bird trivia for, for that. And uh, me and Mark have to watch um, Prophecy and the Swarm. swarm. You got um, the Swarm and I got the Prophecy. No, I got the Prophecy and you got the Swarm. Okay. So uh, <laughs> this is the way we're going to go. Uh, yeah, Mark, Mark has seniority. Good point. I'll take the Prophecy. Fine, I'll take the swarm. All right, All right. fine. I'll Thank, do you, it. Thank you, Thank you, Ruben. Thank you, Ruben. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm a union Thanks, store. Mo. I'll fight for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, um, a couple quick things, real quick. Of course, uh, when this releases, you should have seen hopefully the commercial. If not, you'll get around to seeing the commercial um, for Thanksgiving. It is going to be a battle of the birds between us and stomping Frank and deciding who's going to have the better you know, bird movie. And it was difficult because we did ultimately decide that neither show could do Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. We just figured that wouldn't be fair to do. Um, so we, for Thanksgiving, will be watching a, 20, a new movie came out this year called The Hatching. And Stompy and Frank will be reviewing a 2011 movie called Roadkill. Um, and we will decide between us what's the better film. Uh, and then, of course, you guys let us know which one you think would be the better film um, uh, for that. And also want to let you guys know Christmas is right around the corner. And let me tell you, it is going to be a scary, bloody Christmas this year at the Give Me Back My Podcast Network um, because we will be doing The Mean One which is a new horror movie that's coming out, uh, a monster movie about the Grinch. Uh, give me back my action movies. Give me back my horror movies. We'll be doing The Thing, Die Hard 2, and Child's Play uh, for their Christmas ship movies. And then Stommy and Frank is doing Gremlins um, for Christmas. So it'll be a monstrous. <laughs> oh, man. Stompy and Frank are lucky. Yeah. Lucky. Ruben, lucky Ruben wants right to jump there, in on man. that show. Dang, yep. I'm gonna jump in in there. I might fly over there just to do the show with them. <laughs> so that would be pretty good. I figured, and it might be an easy one for for Frank. You know, I kind of scarred him a little bit with Monster Squad, so we'll see how he does with it's with not Gremlins. Good. So, but all right, you guys got anything else, Mark? Uh, I'm good. Ruben, I'm good. 
All right. Well, man, thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode. Of course, you can make sure and subscribe to all of our uh, pages. You know, subscribe on YouTube so you see the episodes when they come out. Uh, Podbean, of course, go join us on Facebook and the group or Instagram so you get three times a week the underdogs, Monster Mash Wednesdays, and Friday Night Fights for the extra content. And uh, we thank you guys again so much. Hope you guys enjoyed this. This is Sludge. And Mark. And you got the mole in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all have a good night. Good night.